things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday! I'm doing this on my own, baby! Come on, Platinum McCool. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, and welcome back to another uh, great podcast of the Smoking Truth. So, Dana, so <laughs> things are just kind of flying by the seat of their pants over here. And OG's like, okay, you guys ready? We're like, okay, yeah, ready. He counts it down real quick, and I'm just sitting there going, happened. So, Dana could not compose herself. So, as you guys are listening to the show. But it's the stuff that goes on yeah. right before the show. Like, yeah. you guys are out of control. Well, so OG made, a, made two, one or two comments about. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. But, anyways, never mind. Never mind. Never mind because yeah. of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so anyways, yeah. So, I made a comment, and I just. I just had a good laugh and I hadn't had, I mean, I hadn't had a good laugh like that all week. It's been just crazy for me in Tallahassee. Yeah. And so anyways, I needed, I told her, I was just, oh man. So she starts laughing a little bit. Of heat, you need to wing he, and I, I think he made like one more comment after that. And just, <laughs> then he's like, okay, let's go right into it. And Dana obviously still laughing. So anyways. <laughs> there all we right. go. Okay. Let's get some housekeeping out of the okay, way. Okay, hurry, hurry. Everyone, please do not forget to follow us as always on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. We yep. will put this stuff on Facebook as yep. well. So the link is always there, everyone. You can go ahead and we're checking. You know, we're doing all things, you know, Volusia County related. Um, yeah, now yeah. that obviously with me being in session, I will talk about a few things that are kind of making their way through session. Yep. The, the one good, thing the, I like, yeah, the, the good, bad, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, depending on your, <laughs> on your perspective, right? And I'll try to comment as much mm-hmm. as I can on some of these issues. Uh, and then we'll kind of go from there. And then obviously there's always issues around the county and over here in Deltona, or mm-hmm. at least on the west side anyway. So um, <laughs> anyways, with that being said, I'll kind of leave it out there. Everybody knows by now. But and, and look, and please, once again, folks, OG goes to the trouble of doing the graphics to remind you. Hit the notification button, subscribe, the ding, 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 whatever yeah. it is. And then, you know, you're good to go. And then you every Tuesday <sighs> when it drops, yeah. you'll know. And then Spotify, all the major uh, other uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, yep, Podbean. everything. They're there as well too. I mean, sometimes I'll listen to it on 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 Spotify for some reason if I'm having video troubles, mm-hmm. especially in the I-10 area. The, the oh my lord, so, so crappy. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But yeah, anyways. they don't. They it's like the Bermuda Triangle of Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. Once you go, once you get from about what is it, Lake City? Yeah, all down, all like, the way down to like almost like uh, was it Lake City to getting close to Leon County, which is Tallahassee, right? It's like a dead zone. So you may never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Your soul will not yeah, come back. Yeah, to yeah. Hey, listen, quick question. Yes. Who's your lover? Oh, so the lover today. So I'm coming in, and mm-hmm. right away, I was going to grab, uh, obviously, the gold label uh, Postani, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me get a short stick torpedo. Boom. Then she was like, hey, did you try the SB? C22. And I said, yes, but then I realized, no, this is a barber pole. So folks, yeah. just in case you don't know what I guess the only term is the barber pole is there's a, a dark leaf wrapper along with a light leaf wrapper as well. And so it kind of gives that barber pole effect. Anyway, it's like a traditional barber pole. Yes, barber barbers, I like cut their hair. Yeah. So anyways, it's good. Hey, I like it. Hey, OG, why is it so good? Tell us why this is just really so good. Skip blended it. So we have no idea what's in it. Nika Sweena, right? Nika, Nika Sweena. Sweena. 
Nick Oswenya. The man who makes Roma Craft cigars blended that this year. He won't tell us what's in it. Can oh. I tell you, Skip's like, he is, like you know what lot. he is? He's like the um, Stephen Hawking of cigar making. Yeah. He is. He is. He's like the Stephen Hawking. He really is. He's uh, listen, amazing. It's, it's crazy. No, it's, so, guys, it's, it's, so if you're in Cigar Hustler, um, you're coming around, please, or if you're on the west side, you're, you're traveling, you want to get a cigar before you head yep. back to the east side or anywhere else you're going to go, stop by Cigar Hustler. And uh, it's a great team over here, number one. The, the, the guys yep. and gals over, over here, they're all phenomenal. Um, and then pick yourself up an SBC 22 or anything else for that matter. And they're obviously they're Postani, which is their label. And they have a couple other ones as yeah, well, too. You so. know what, too? Just right. don't never forget the BDP. Yeah, the BDP is a good one, too. BDP. OG got me on that one, too. Yeah. So. yeah what does that stand for, OG? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Big <laughs> song. Do you remember a song? I'm going to tell, li- listen, I did a quick turnaround last week. I mm-hmm. literally had like a day and a half, mm-hmm. if that, if that. I had to turn around real quick. I, 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 I didn't get home to like, Super, like almost midnight, one o'clock in the morning on Friday. Right. And I do that just so I can try to see my family real quick, right? Because right. they're kind of like what recharges me. A little. Yeah. So, anyways, Saturday comes and I'm getting, I'm getting hell out of Dodge, doing whatever, and I'm leaving like super early morning Sunday. Anyway, so I'm getting back. My boss sends me this. <laughs> there was a, um, there was a song way back in the day. I heard it's a long time. Chuck Berry. My dingling. Yes. I know that, baby. Come on. So, dude, I get so scared when you like when. You, I haven't even gone there yet. So I must. It's because we're like this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about you sometimes. Because I'm gypsy. I told you no, that. I know that. So anyways, it's my dangling. You know, the my t- dangling. I haven't heard that. So I was going to call the BDP, the big dangling bomb. <laughs> That's okay. So because I don't want to say the other one on he air. Right? So. He, doesn't, he doesn't matter. He doesn't yeah. mind if you add to well, the myth, the I man, know. the legend. Yeah. So not to say the other word for some of our audience members, I'll say the big dangling Palmer, but that, yeah. that came to mind. And I was dying laughing on, on I-10, right? And he sent it to me and, and I called him back up. I said, oh my God, I have not heard that song in probably 30 some odd years, right? Yeah. When I was a kid, he goes, "Oh yeah." Anyways, and so we just started talking about it for a little time, and I'm just cracking up. Yeah, anyways, great I song. Gotcha. Hey, folks, <laughs> "My Ding Lang" by Chuck Berry. <laughs> Some of you may not want to hear it, but those of you who don't mind, go listen to it. It's actually a very funny song, but it is a little bit more. We're you know, just headed south in a handbag, yeah. real quick. All right. <laughs> hey. Yes. What is listen. it? Listen. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> talk about your thing first. Talk about your thing. Let's talk about some bills. I want to talk about the good bill that we talked about yeah. when we were talking about it before we came on the air. So obviously, you know, like everything else in Tallahassee, there's always the good, the bad, and ugly, depending on your yeah. perspective. So a number of bills are going through that I think are very good, have a very good uh, wide bipartisan support uh, in, on many fronts. Some of it having to deal with the issues that are not not only yours directly, but kind of surrounded from that whole world of just abuse in general. Right, right. right. Then obviously there's other bills that are making through on on these streamlining processes. I was just talking to somebody today, another one from local city, um, uh, talking about uh, one of the bills that's out there that's that you have um, that you don't like, which streamlined the permitting process a little bit on some of these fees or whatever case may be. So uh, let me just clarify, okay, for those that are have not been paying attention or don't care. SB 102 is regarding Live Local Act, um, and it cuts through a lot of. Um, much needed red tape mm-hmm. uh, to ensure streamlining that developers can come in and whatever. Yeah. There are also, there are not companion bills, but there are two bills out there right now, one in the house and one in the Senate regarding expediting of the permit process. Yeah. I call 
SB 102, the developer hand job bill, mm. this is the full happy ending here. These other two bills. Yeah. And, and so, and, yeah, and so look, and, and you'll see a couple of, you may see some other movement on a few others here and there on it. Um, mm. But you know, how far they go, I don't know. I heard that obviously the Senate president has some items that it's kind of like a light touch, so to speak, on SB one to kind of clean up some aspects of SB 102. But mm-hmm. I don't know how, I, I don't know if it goes far enough for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff on there on on, on these industrial or commercial pro, um, uh, uh, properties mm-hmm. that um, they felt was going to be a major impact, which is something we don't want either, right? I mean, obviously, as much as we want to try and control how much of the residential explosive growth that we're having in Florida, I would venture to say there are many who are saying, hey, look, you know, we want to keep an eye on commercial uh, development, but commercial development is not the same as housing development. Yep. And so I would say that probably m- there are more people who would favor some more commercial development in many ways compared mm-hmm. to housing development, which is like for many like cockroaches are just spreading all over the place in state well, of Florida. Listen, so. it is. It really is. That said, um, so some of the good bills that are going through. Um, so this week uh, we got it out of the House and we also heard in some committees. Bills that are relating to deplatforming uh, children 16 and under. And so the question is, oh, so how do you how do, do they verify? Yeah, how do they verify? So obviously, this is where it gets a little tricky. Obviously, our goal is to, you know, it's hard to kind of regulate to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. We have to put the mechanism in place that says you got to do this. Right. Now, the social media platforms have to do have to make a very good uh, um, attempt at getting rid of these kids. And sometimes you can tell either by the algorithms and if you suspect, right, you can de-platform and then the onus, the burden of the proof is then is going to be on that person. Hey, I want to get my account. Okay, then prove to us right. that you're over 16. Right. In some cases, you may get notifications. Are you 16 and over or, or 17 or whatever it is and over and so forth. Now, that may seem like a lot, but it it starts that process that we here in Florida are trying to get serious about what we're seeing as far as online content, well, you mm-hmm. and I talk about this all the time when it comes to mental health. I do believe, big, big, big time, there is a very serious good correlation between the rise of social media and what we're seeing with mental health. The especially decline, I agree with you. Uh, with, with our with, And with we're going to talk folks. about that. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, so let's we'll segue into that yeah. after we're done talking about this. But I'm going to talk about the mental health mm-hmm. aspect, period. Yeah. And so that is something that we're, we're passing. Um, there's also um, – you know, other bills were passing on human trafficking and others and sex trafficking, um, which is a big problem. So if you guys, if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, whatever, I don't care what your political persuasion is, but you got to go, you got, God, you scare me, but you got to go see the sound of freedom. Yep. I saw that movie and it did move me to this. Like I've always known that there's been a problem, right? We all know there's a problem out there in the, in the world, how big of a problem it is. And to know that the United States, obviously, because we're, we're a wealthy nation. We are the largest consumers of sex trafficking, whether it be child, adult, whatever it is. And that is sad. And so we're in Florida every year we're trying. The challenge sometimes is trying to do this with a scalpel so that way businesses – so one of the biggest things – so one somebody had a bill one year, about I think about a year ago, that wanted to go after a lot of these motels, right? But the problem is – the problem is – how do you do that without impacting the, the business owner? You know what I mean? Like, it, it, does it go, does government go too far and just like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that as a business owner, and and so forth? And so we're trying to we're trying to very delicately try because it, Eric, because it, here's my problem. If with you that. drop a hammer though, Dana, but the problem is if you drop the hammer, it may go further than you wanted to on the business side. Why you may is it that right now we have that mindset like we can drop a hammer on stuff like I don't know. 
development. Yeah. Like, you know, well, shove it through, drop the hammer. We're going to make sure that these developers get to do what they want to do, give them carte blanche. But then when we're talking about saving human lives, it's like, oh, we can't. We don't want to be, we got to be a little careful with that. BS. I call BS. Well, look, and you, that's fine. And, and you're, it's your right to do so. And I'll just tell you, so look, there is, I've seen some instances where it's a little bit of a fine line. Look, the developer stuff, I don't disagree that there are some, there are definitely some challenges there. And I think maybe I worry if we go too far. Um, that said, um, there is a fine line. However, beyond the fine line, mm-hmm. we are making um, big attempts to really chip into the whole domestic violence portion of it. Um, there was another bill that I think uh, Representative Baker ran, another one that is, tu- is touching <laughs> on something? domestic violence as well. That woman is amazing. Yeah. The The thoroughness of her bill, I'm telling you right now, yeah. she's an amazing human being. And She just uh, had three bills up this past week in my boss's committee um, that we brought up, mm-hmm. and she presented all three bills. Um, so, you know, and Some of them were touching on the issues of that. Um, there's a rep from South Lake County, Rep. Yurkowski. He's been, he's been very adamant and pushing these um, – these human trafficking bills and, and trying to do everything we can to to make sure that we're not – that Florida is going to be tough mm-hmm. on this issue. Is this something that we can agree on that as a Democrat, if I run for a state seat, mm-hmm. right, and these are my platforms, would you agree that Republicans and Democrats equally are invested in these? I think so. Yeah. yeah when it comes I to the so domestic too. violence, human trafficking, those type of issues – Can I just I think stay in that it, lane those, and those, work those, in yeah. the House? Is that possible? Can those, I stay in the House? If you stay in the lane, obviously there's always going to be a level of – you know. so look, there are Democrats. Who there were Democrats who had um, Representative Baker's bill that they bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Some said, "Hey, I'm going to vote for it in this committee, but I have a concern with one or two language pieces in there that I'd like to come to, um, talk to you about, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, because there is always their concern from from a Democratic perspective, right, or from just a philo- philosophical perspective. Hey, does it go too far here? Because we have some members who are Democrats who are criminal defense attorneys, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to be mindful of the people they That's represent fine. as well. You too. Need, listen, and you need that. You need bumpers yes, in the lane. Hundred percent. Right? I get that. 100%. I, I get that. But we're making headway. God, it pains me to say this, but I am encouraged. Yeah. I'm encouraged <laughs> this so, year by some of the things. The bills. I'll take what I can get because there may be other bills that come through. You're like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing yeah. up there? Yeah, I'll, so get, wanna, I'll get to talking to again. <laughs> let's, yeah, right. let's get back to a couple of things yes. here. Okay. Yeah. Social media mental health uh, correlation is real. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. Yep. This week I left a couple of Facebook groups because of that. Yeah. Too toxic. Yes. The stuff has become too toxic. The environment is, it's, you need nurse ratchet. Yeah. We need a nurse ratchet. Maybe we'll find it in the house. You know what I'm saying? But we do need that. Uh, I will tell you this also. People are free to say whatever they want to say. I have a man right now on social media that he has something to say. He's obsessed with me. Okay. When I say obsessed, he's obsessed. Yeah. He posts four, five, six times a day about me. Okay. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't keep his. That comes close to defining almost, you know, obsessed. It's, 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 it's obsessed. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. It's cyberbullying and it's cyberstalking. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But because I'm an elected official, if I weren't an elected official, it would be a crime. Mm. But because I'm an elected official, it's not. Yeah. Okay. I have a constituent that I have a toxic past with. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call him a constituent. Yeah. It's my job to represent, but I don't yeah. I don't subscribe to that. Yep. This person has been in trouble with the sheriff's department before because he accused a sheriff's office, a sheriff deputy, mm-hmm. of feeling mm-hmm. his wife up with a wand, a metal detector wand. Okay? Yeah. He accused a deputy of this. Yeah. 
Okay. So we had a situation where <clears throat> there was a pretty contentious meeting. It's in the newspaper. People read about it. People yeah. know that I'm passionate about development and I have a certain problem with a certain developer. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem with that developer's attorney and the fact that this attorney lies. Been okay. caught in a couple of lies right now. Yeah. Going to be going to be heard. Yeah. Or it's going to be heard by the Florida bar because that draws the line there. Anyways, um, and we brought an engineer to speak on yeah. line, and they were like, it's not a real person. It's not a real human. Yeah. And even though this person, this engineering firms worked with the county, worked with the city before, whatever, pull the plug so that engineer didn't get to testify. Yeah. That's been corrected. Just let me let me okay. set the stage no problem, for you. No yep, okay. Yep. So this person emails me mm. using a fake name. Okay, with a fake account to write to me, bitching about that being a fake human. And you know what I said? Since this is a fake account, mm. and since it's a fake name, and I can't verify that this isn't a bot, I feel 100% certainly by saying, fuck you. Yeah. That's what I said. Then I got the Riot Act. Mm. Right back, I can't believe you talked to a constituent that way. Da 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 da. Brother, you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're a piece of shit. Yeah. I'll say it. I'll stand behind <laughs> it. You're a piece of shit. I'm saying it here. You are a piece of shit. That's what you are. Okay? Then he writes back. This is what he writes back. I watched a movie, Sound of Freedom, and I believe that you are a human child trafficker because you have a, a boat down in Honduras. Wow. That's what he said. Wow. He called me a human trafficker. Wow. That's a pretty big freaking That's a pretty big. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, first of all, I don't have the boat anymore. And second of all, I bet you can talk to any family down in Honduras that we have yeah. ever helped going up there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever talk about what I do down yeah. there. Yeah. Isn't it, you know what I'm saying? It's your private time. It's exactly. Your, yeah. It's my private it's time. It's kind of your here. zen getaway. Exactly. Get yeah, 100%. But I've never, we've never left that island without food left behind in a certain oh no, i know because i know you called me one time you say hey eric can you help me out with some stuff some either like pharmaceutical you know exactly. or like all over the counter stuff that exactly. you know, we want to bring products down to yeah. Honduras to help yeah. out the family so you yeah. take that type of family our family does that yeah. our family's done it together yep you take my family and you accuse me of being a sex trafficker yeah because you you know why because you can say anything you want to say yeah because i'm an elected official yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah that's pretty freaking low and here's the thing <clears throat> that you know, it is a pretty thin thread when you face that type of abuse. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you think I'm a crappy policymaker, tell me. I don't have a problem with that. If you think yeah. I'm a crappy politician, fine. Tell me that. If you think I'm a crappy representative, tell me that. But where in my work for domestic violence victims, where yeah. in my work for mental health and substance abuse awareness and help, where in my fight with developers to make sure taxpayers are not burdening, mm. where along that work? Right. Have I earned for somebody to do that? And it's daily, day yeah. after day after day after day. Yeah. Well, and and and, and you can do that. Yeah. That's well, what there's, I'm there's a reason. Media. There's a reason why. And this is once again, folks, you can take it however you want. But anyways, there's a reason why. <laughs> Trump loves suing the hell out of people because it's like, okay, talk about me because I'm going to sue you. Um, and then obviously it's a whole different ballgame once he starts to sue. And, and that have, that's, well, let me that's, tell you that's something. what a number of individuals. Let me because, tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. It's not when I'm yelling yeah. to be concerned. Yeah. It's when I get quiet. No, no, I, listen, I agree 100%. I, listen, 
I'm not a fan of these bills that come through on regulating bloggers and stuff because I'm a big believer in, in, in freedom of speech. Yeah. However, people always forget. This is one of the things people forget all the time, and it, and it happens all too often in our country. And it happens on both sides of the aisle, and I get tired of it. The Constitution is not something that it gives you free reign for everything. What I mean by that, yes. It yes, does. yes, it well, does. These well, people think it does. Well, I know a lot of people do. And, and depending on – pick your issue, right, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And all I'm just saying is, look, the Constitution bestows upon us a, a lot of freedoms to protect us from our own government, okay, from our own federal government. My point in saying all that, though, is – but also please people understand, too, that having those rights <laughs> – Enumerated in the U.S. Constitution comes with a certain level of responsibility. So we all know that the First Amendment, right, protects free speech, but we also know we can't yell fire in a movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that it, it's a, the equivalent of this guy calling you some sort of sex trafficker, but the point is, is that you are, to me, you are tiptoeing on that line of already pushing that, that boundary where it says you can't yell fire in a movie theater, right? That's how close you're getting with that because, folks, I'm just telling you right now, if we're not careful, and this is one of the reasons why I don't mind, I don't mind pushing certain efforts to be careful with what we're doing on these social media platforms. I want to be careful how far we go mm-hmm. because I do believe in First Amendment. I think that sometimes, hey, you're a punk or you're this, or you're that, and calling names. names are just names a lot of times. But in in an in an era where we know human trafficking and child trafficking is a serious issue, mm-hmm. those are serious charges that you're leveling against somebody, buddy. You better be right. Yep. Because if not, the hellstorm. Listen, I'm going to tell the you something. I'm going to promise you this right now. Because you just can't I'm do that with people. I'm looking at you right now and telling you yeah. this. Winter is coming, Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> I love the reference. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm serious. No. <clears throat> because here's the thing. <clears throat> you wait and you wait for opportunity because, again, I mentioned that there is a past with this person. Mm-hmm. This person has a past. They don't know what's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. And so can I tell you that this is what I always worried about with a number of individuals that come before the dais and down in the audience, right? There are a number of individuals, I think, who come very prepared um, and say their piece. Um, people like Brandy, whether you agree with her or not, or, or always, right? That's fine. And she comes prepared, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to agree with her, but it's fine. But Je- Brandy, outside a few times, a couple comments here and there to me, but for the most part, she's usually tends to be respective, uh, respectful. I'm sorry, respect, respect, respectful. Um, and just points things out. The yep. trouble sometimes is that the dais may not want to hear it or others mm-hmm. may not want to hear it, which is fine. However, there's a good number of individuals that get riled up. They get come up to the, um, come to the podium mm-hmm. and sound like fools. And, and I've always cautioned those who were before they're up on the dais and or those – and I'm just not going to point anything out right now specific. I'm talking – you go over the last 10, 15 years. There's a reason why I've always argued against, and I, even when we sat down with Mark Barker, I don't like playing to that minority that's right there. Mm-hmm. I'll take into consideration they're saying because I'm pretty sure there's probably other residents feeling that. But I'm not going to listen 100% to everything they're saying. You want to know why? Because those people, some of them are trying to make it – like it's almost like if you go out there and poke that bear enough, those people are crazy enough over there. They'll turn on you. The minute you don't do something that that they like. I think the mayor's feeling a little bit of that. I've warned the mayor before, before he was the mayor, about getting out in these crowds out there because whenever it's, you know, lynching, you know, trying to lynch Jane Shang and all this other stuff, which I have no problem to a certain degree. I, I look, I get the effort to remove Jane Shang. I was never a fan of hers 100%. Was always willing to work with her. It is fine. But when you start rallying that crowd up, remember this, man. It's like unlocking a Pandora's box. 
You know, the person that uh, accused me of being a human mm. sex trafficker is the very one that held the telephone up, but that dude, Eric from Colorado. Yeah, that threatened the mayor. And threatened the mayor and said that they were coming after the mayor. This is the very same yeah. guy. So do you want to tell me that that's not mentally unhinged and yeah. I should have to worry about my fucking safety? And what I'll you tell you. tell yeah. me that somebody that, that's obsessed with me, that they yeah. carried this. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah. they carry that all the time. I don't know if it's some latent, um, you know, I, I think that with. <laughs> I know that you and your microdagger. I know that, <laughs> I know that my friend is going to take care of the situation here. You know, it'd be cool is just going ahead and yeah, well, like we're you know we're, as he's bleeping all this stuff like beep 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 beep. Like everybody's going, oh my god, for like a whole minute we couldn't hear what Dana said. Wow, that must be she must be coming after somebody hard. <laughs> so. <laughs> He knows what I, to do. He knows how to work magic. Listen, I feel better. Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. You get to a certain point and it makes you mentally unstable. Yeah. Truly. When you're talking, you have mentally unstable people coming mm. after you. It makes you mentally unstable. And yeah. I have been, been talking to people about it. But that's what I'm talking about. The, that's the kind of craziness froth with in social media where there is no – they have no – responsibility there's no recourse there's no punitive yeah. action that happens and so they get bolder and bolder and bolder well and that's and that's scary when yeah. if somebody escalates like that and de-evolves yeah that's scary that behavior is very scary this is a person with electronic technology yeah. i don't know if this person's not creeping around trying to plant cameras at my place i you know what i mean because they're that unhinged that's what well, i'm saying so, and i'll tell you this and so the challenge always is obviously in the public environment um it's interesting Somebody wanted to come by about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and they were like, um, I forget what the issue was about. Um, but anyways, they wanted to come by. They came by. The first two folks came by. Then about two minutes behind, I guess the camera crew was running a little late. So the camera crew goes, hey, do you mind if we go? I said, absolutely not. You're not getting in my boss's, my boss's office that camera. Now, yep. I try to stop everybody that comes in with their little phones mm -hmm. to do the gotcha. And that happens on both sides. Yeah, the hard, agree, there's brother, a hardcore conservatives and hardcore liberals that want to come in. I agree. And the minute I see that, I kind of go, nope, we're done. Yep. We're done. And don't tell me because yeah. you don't want to be, be, be with me at the door yeah. with that nonsense because I will grab you and, and I will shove you out of the way. You're not going to get in. Yep. Um, and because here's the reason why. Because everybody goes, oh, but he's a public official. So let me clarify things for Thank everybody. Thank you. Do this. In a private setting, in his office – there is a level of expectation of privacy yes. that the member has in the office. Yep. If we go to a conference room in the building, it's a different story. Now you're opening up to something that's a little more public. Right. And they can get you there, which mm -hmm. is fine. We, we have less control. But in his office, the same way I would argue that if you're bringing someone to the office in city, in the, at City Hall to talk to, Dane, uh, to Commissioner McCool in an office privately, you have every right to shut down that camera and tell him, you're done. Get out. Yeah. 
because there's a level of expectation of privacy. And I've had conversations with not only House Counsel on this and others as well. There is a level of expectation of privacy that you all that we that you all have or we have on mm-hmm. that. And so I, I would just tell folks to so remember that when you guys are coming around with your little stupid camera, your little camera phones, mm-hmm. oh, we want to catch you on this, that, and the other. Now sometimes my boss may let it go because he doesn't care. He's like, I, I'm not going to say anything. I try to I try to nip it in the bud very quickly because I don't like that because I just feel like you let one go. Mm-hmm. And I happened to he, – he didn't tell me about it, but there was a group that came by. He kind of agreed with them on most issues anyways. But they were up there and they had the camera phone and he didn't advise me. He didn't tell me about it because if he told me about it, I would have shut them down. But they were from back home in Lake. Mm-hmm. And to not rile them up too much more, he just said, look, it is – and he knew he wasn't going to answer anything crazy anyways. Right. But I don't like that because I, you – these people come up. Everybody comes up with this this notion that I can go ahead and film any any member I want in their office at any given time. And no, you cannot do that. You yeah. cannot do that. Do you know what the do you know what the takeaway from all of this is? Yeah. Is that we have forgotten that people are human. Yes. I, I agree hundred percent. That's that's it. People have become so uncivilized. And you know what? Here's the thing. You either side of the issue, man, there is there's the crazy one, and then there's the one that's being made crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt like an unhinged person. I have, you know, several. I have several things going on right now, as far as that goes. And it's like, you know, at some juncture, thank God, I'm gonna thank God, I'm a sober person. Yeah. You know. What I'm oh yeah, because thank God, I, I'm a. Sober let me tell you person. something. This week went by, and it was like a fire hose because my boss and I were trying to put out a couple fires. We're trying to get things done and frustrations we we're having with trying to get you know two of our bills moved and it just uh, without going into all the details I'll just tell you it was frustrating yeah on top of a number of couple of dynamics that were happening and I found myself tra- you know because I'm not one who has to sit at my desk a lot I- mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in networking and I have that's why I have friends on the Senate side and fr- you know obviously friends in the House side mm-hmm. colleagues who you know who know me get along and I try and I don't just do stuff from my phone or my desk just to kind of hey can you no I go see you in person because I'm a big believer in face to face interaction too. me too so running back and forth and doing all that all week long and then obviously I'm there so a lot of times my boss my boss is you know chair of the criminal justice subcommittee and so there obviously he has his meetings with the policy chief they go over the bills that they plan on bringing up for the coming week and so forth and then there's a couple that he may come to me afterwards as they're still thinking about it and she's deli- and she's kind of getting things ready because they've kind of had their their pre-meeting so to speak He'll sometimes come to me about two, maybe one or two bills. He'll come up and say, hey, let me ask you a question on this bill. And I'll, I'll look over and it's okay. You know, I tell him, I said, sir, this is what I think about it, you know, and so forth. Um, he goes, okay, that's what I was thinking too. I just want to make sure, I just want to kind of get another mm-hmm. set of eyes on it. And and she told me the same thing. The policy chief's a, a lady, so I, w- I don't want to mention her name. But anyway, she goes, um, he goes, yeah, she told me the same thing. I said, all right. So I just want to make sure I'm just, it's almost like a gut check for him because mm-hmm. criminal justice is not his world. He's an ag guy. Yeah. But he's learned a lot about it. But he also uses his kind of like his three-pronged approach to criminal he's justice. He's a just man. He tries very hard to be a just man. And yeah. so uh, that may frustrate some Republicans and some Democrats because he, there are some Republicans that want to do bills. And he believes in being tough on crime. But it's just like, OK, can we increase maybe the fees and not the, the penalties, the, 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 the monetary aspect of it? Because someone to come in and I want to increase automatically the jail time. Right. And he's, he doesn't. He that's one of his compasses. He doesn't like doing that just like willy nilly because he goes, "Man, we're gonna pay for the long run." That, I don't understand why there's such a you're rush gonna pay to for that. their time. Yeah. You're paying for their time. So he uses that as a guide a little bit, right? And he says, "Look, can we maybe increase from five hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars?" That's mm-hmm. a different story. But now you want to go from a third degree misdemeanor to second degree misdemeanor or first degree, like a big jump. 
And dude, that comes with like a one year, especially for people who just make stupid mistakes sometimes. Yeah. And here's the thing the taxpayers paying for that. Yeah. And then there are Democrats who come in. For- there are some Democrats who come in that he feels that some of the stuff goes a bit too far on the other side of it. So he goes, look, if I'm frustrating a little bit of both, maybe I'm doing the right thing a little bit. Yeah. But he's just, you know, but we've had a lot of bills. We probably have, there are probably more bills coming through the Florida House in criminal justice than I think than most other committees. And so he's been feeling it. So between that and all the meetings I'm giving for him, he's feeling, and it just, it's been like a fire hose. Yeah. And what I, I enjoy is that I'm, and I'm, some of it is just more of a test to see how far I can push him. He's probably going to kill me. <laughs> Because obviously it's constantly switching gears from yeah. one issue to the next. So we'll yeah. line up, I say, seven or eight meetings, all different issues. Oh, and then he has to go into committee and then he has to hear all the different committee stuff. And then he has to worry about his own bills, which may be more ag related or something else, water quality related on mitigation banks or whatever. And he's just having to con- – so I do that because I want to – I want it's, it is a challenge. But I think it's one where I think it's a good exercise, constantly mental exercise – to hey, be able to switch around, you know? something. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Listen, yes. no. Okay, I get my seat in the state, right? Yeah. <laughs> what committee are they going to put me on? Ah, <laughs> so a lot of times yeah. it depends. So what I'll tell you is that obviously um, the part, it really doesn't matter which party you're in, right? So the mm-hmm. leadership, depending on which party right. you're in, they always take into consideration where, you're, where you feel most comfortable, your background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they do that. But sometimes they will... They'll take into consideration. They may only put you on one committee mm-hmm. on what your background is, mm-hmm. and then they'll put you on other committees that you're not familiar with. Can I tell you and something? I love that. Do you know why? Yeah. I love learning. Yes. And I love look, learning. That's the whole point. So my boss had you know, told him kind of – so he was on civil justice um, the first term mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and judiciary. And he kind of liked it. And there was a lot of insurance type stuff going through that we heard and, <laughs> on property insurance, all kinds of stuff. And he, he kind of enjoyed it, right? <clears throat> he said, okay. Um, but they already knew his background. It was ag. Mm-hmm. So the um, uh, speaker's office had called, you know, sent us a message. Hey, what do you guys you – know, well, they, well, they sent a form out to everybody. Hey, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? So he highlighted some of his committees he'd like to be on, right? And so they called him up. And so this term, they were going to put him up as chair. <clears throat> and so when we got the message that he was going to be criminal justice chair, he, he and I looked at each other and he was kind of – because I told him, so did you say something? Well, I told him I'd like to do the Sherry Silo. <laughs> but you know, I'm here, I'm here to serve at the pleasure of the speaker as well too, right? right, as a member. And so whatever they think is best, I like to get ag. Mm-hmm. So there was some back and forth where not he was going to go into a water silo subcommittee chair, a water quality or, or infrastructure strategies type mm-hmm. of deal. or the, So they placed him in a criminal justice. And so we kind of looked at each other like, okay. <laughs> Now, mind you, my previous eight years with my former boss, I never done, never did that side. It was always commerce, insurance, and banking related type stuff, right? right? So I was pretty well versed in all that stuff. But now he criminal criminal justice. I'm like, oh, like I, <laughs> to me, it's like boring as hell, right? Like I'm just, and I remember sitting on some of those committees when I prior mm-hmm. and going, oh, dude, I can only stay in this thing for like ten minutes. I'm done. <laughs> mind you, I will tell you this now. Okay, I'm so happy. That they did what they did. And it one, it pushes you out of your normal comfort, your comfort zone. zone. And he will tell you to this day, he really has enjoyed. Now, this will be his last um session as criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's running for the um, he's running for the Senate. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. He'll over be a there. good senator. I think so. Um he's gonna even if he wasn't uh, even if it wasn't running for the Senate, they probably would have moved him in a different direction anyways. Do you remember like when uh, I was thinking about running or yeah. I just ran for commissioner mm-hmm. and 
like I first met him. Like yeah. he was so generous with his time. He really was. Yeah, he's I got you. Like, I, it was a it was a Zoom call because it was kind of COVID related time or whatever. Yeah. And I also didn't want you having to drive all the way to Lake County. So I said, let's just set it up and you know yeah. whatever. He was so, so gracious with his time. I uh, you know, and so what I'll say is that's kind of how it happens. But I'll tell you, he's learned a lot, and I've learned. A lot. Now I will also say this in his business as a sod farmer for many years and other things that he's done throughout his you know his life is you know 30 years in business um you know he's hired a lot of ex-cons over the years and he'll tell you look it doesn't always work out mm-hmm. but some of the ones i still have to this day are some of the most loyal individuals mm-hmm. that's why he's a big believer in work release type programs and we need to do a better job on that and that end because he goes we can lock up all the individuals Dude, we that's want. the compassionate route but the problem is is that we don't give these people a serious path forward Recidivism, which is that which is you know meaning in, 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 in essence going back to jail, right? Yep. Increases because there's no path for these people. They give up. They just you give, give up. up. Yeah, and they're the most vulnerable for giving up right away, right? Yep. You can't just sit here and give the old stick in a bag. Yeah. Hey, here's fifty bucks. Get on your way. Yeah, exactly. There has to be something for them on either end. If not, they're going to go right back to doing what they're doing. And then what yeah. did we do? We did nothing. Right. And so he's a big believer in a lot of those issues. Like, don't take away. Hey, listen, I get all the crime stuff. If you did wrong, but number one, let's not go crazy trying to increase all the you know how much. Time you're going to spend in jail yeah. but in two what are we doing for because what we found that some of the statistics statistics are that at least probably 40 percent of your population are for even for those individuals that are got to be in jail have to be in jail for at least one year right mm-hmm. a lot of these people it's like petty nonsense and then it's like okay so one year in some cases it's a little more maybe it's a grand theft deal you may have to do two or three years in right or a felony charge you got for you know for some grand theft auto stuff or whatever but you come out but you were 18 yeah. And now you're like 22, 23. So what are we doing with this individual? And especially when you're when you realize that a lot of these people, they're yeah, like sponges. They're like sponges. They I've, been, the I've been to Lowell. I've been to Lowell, the women's prison. I've been to a bunch of different prisons. And they many of them want to do something. Here's the thing. Simple question yeah. asking people, do you want to get better or not? That's a simple question to ask because you know what? People that don't, don't give a crap enough to yeah. say, yeah, I do. There's like yeah. whatever. But, but yeah. the people that really want to fight to get better, we need that. And you, you know, know and, I mean? and most of the people in the DOC, they know who their hardened criminals are and they mm-hmm. know which ones actually want to do something. Yeah. The problem is, is that we have to and, – and something he's been working on as best he can – is trying to is trying to allocate more funding towards DOC, not just for officer pay, which is something that was desperately needed. And we finally got them up to, um, I think, a good respect. I think there was like a fifteen thousand dollar pay bump we got for the DOC mm-hmm. officers, and it was desperately needed. And we have been putting it off way too long. Um, but also, we need to increase funding when it comes to the type of programs. And there's some stuff like okay, we wait, were, wait, 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 yeah. wait, stop. Yeah. Say that last line again. Increase the funding for. For uh, for Department of Corrections, to, for the, for, the, for some of these programs. programs, yeah. Listen, can I just look at the camera and say this? Okay, this is one of the things that you and I. One of the reasons that you and I wanted to do this show because this is one of the things that we completely agree on. Yeah. This is a nonpartisan issue right here. No one shouldn't be, Ex- but it is. It no, becomes it is. that, and it's horrible because that we it is. because because Dana for too long, and I'll, and I'll say this about my party for too long. For the last 20, 30 years, we've been talking about being hard on crime, so much so that now folks who are older than me have bought in, have bought into that mm-hmm. talking point yep. so much so that they're not seeing the other end of it. And what yep. that does, being that tough on crime, like that 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 crime bill that they did that um that President Biden and Hillary Clinton and a bunch of others, and even a bunch of Republicans all signed on board, we are still feeling some of the ramifications on 
on a number of aspects on that bill to this day. We're yeah. still feeling the ramifications. I'm not saying the bill altogether was bad, but we're feeling a lot of ramifications to this day. And so now the states in, on their own individually, because ugh, we're never going to – federal law is federal law, and it, it's, a, it's a shit show up there anyways. Yeah. So at the state level, we're trying to find ways to kind of do course correct a little bit. And there are a number of Republicans, and I'll tell you this right now. I know this for a fact that my boss has had um, conversations not just with his judiciary chair, which is the parent committee between civil justice and criminal justice. He's had very private conversations, and I'll just say this, that the, even the criminal um, – the uh, judiciary chair, um, he's been very open to a couple of different things that my boss has made suggestions on. He says, I agree. We need to start thinking about this differently. That's because your boss is a just man. You know? I mean he really I, I, I like to think so. Look, there's going to be some – look, folks, there's going to be some things that my boss – and for those Democrats who listen, there's going to be some things that my boss may do. You're going to go, what? Yeah. Really? Eric, come on, you know, or whatever. And that's fine. But I will tell you a lot of what he's trying to do is trying to figure out how do we thread that needle. Some issues, he's just going to be – he's going to be dead on. Yeah. But, But – He's willing to listen. Yeah. Hey, let's move on. I yes. want to move on All to right. something here. Yep. Uh, Fourth Amendment. You know, we've had this controversy with the school board. They put off a, talking about searching backpacks in the schools, mm -hmm. right? Due process, search and seizure, U.S. Yep. Constitution, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Go. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what's been happening. And, I, you know, listen, in a school setting, I, I'm very careful with the whole – seizures and, and checking book bags in the setting like your locker is your locker the school has every right to check your locker that's a that's the, the school owns that checking the book bags most schools don't use the lockers anymore oh no, you know what you're absolutely right uh, you know what oh gee it's been a long time listen yes oh gee yes i would really like you to chime in okay go ahead <laughs> searching kids backpacks yay or nay yay there you go uh, for probable cause or because it's random and it should be random because it keeps them honest. Yay or nay? With that last part you added, I would say yay. Yeah. But before okay. that, I would have said probable cause. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. I understand the reason for probable cause to keep the Constitution intact. I understand yeah. that. Here's the thing. We live in extraordinary times here. If you have anything random, drug testing, search here, People don't know, and they're more apt to follow the law because they don't know if they're next. And yeah. I'm sorry, but that we've reached a punitive kind of environment, but that's the way it is because here's the thing. Yeah. We have – there are bad kids out there. There are bad parents out yeah. there, and there are good parents with bad kids out there yeah. as well. And the problem is these parents get all up. You're not searching my kid. Da, da. Listen, I'm sorry, but you don't know 100% of the time what your child is doing. Well, this so Netflix had a story on the kid. The Columbine kids. And mom is out there going, oh, I didn't know and I didn't know. And I'm saying, but then you start seeing the the, sh the program. I'm like thinking, well, I kind of saw that in the program. Some of the pictures. He went from like a kid that had like regular dress to then all of a sudden he's wearing trench coats. And I will tell you this right now. I, I pay attention to my kids. You would have already smacked the crap out of your yeah, kids. Yeah, like, dude, hey, yeah, hey, first of all, don't be coming in with your paint and your black you know, fingernails, all that nonsense. Like, dude, you just stop that nonsense. Wait a minute. There's goth kids that are perfectly. No, no. Well, I'm setting you straight. I hear you. And I, that, but so, and I hear you. That is my first but red flag. But the change, but the yes. change, there's sudden change yeah, is the flag. That's my point. And I don't so, care if you do anything I like know, that. Yeah. I know where OG is going with it. And so I don't want to read So this is all part of the overall conversation. Look, folks. There is a Fourth Amendment issue here, but let's not get crazy either because we have to start thinking about this thing, these things because we're talking about not only protecting the kids in the school, mm -hmm. but protecting staff members yep. like 
someone very close to OG, and others that could be a part of that I that agree. we don't know, man. So listen, I get it. If you don't want to do metal detectors, then we got to find something else. I don't yeah. know if it's a wand or whatever it may be. I don't care. But at a bare minimum, don't dismiss it as my, you know, I, I'll be very honest with both of you. I, I am I'm cautious and I'm very, a little hesitant. But it's not to say that you couldn't persuade me otherwise because I want to have that conversation because it's part of a larger thing that what, what more – because it goes back to the whole social media thing. If parents – the reason why we got these bills in Tallahassee is because there is a, there is a, comp- a compelling state interest that if parents are not going to do their job to monitor their, so- their kids' social media platforms and we see that so- this is on the rise mm-hmm. and the state is going to have to foot the bill yep. for down the road, then we're saying, wait a minute. We don't like, and I'll tell you, as Republicans, we don't like doing this, but we're also looking down the road of how much money we have to spend on on, on yeah. mental health down the road. And trust me, they're looking at it. Whether it happens as fast sometimes as someone would like it, we're looking at it down the road, and we're going, wait a minute, we got to do something on the pre on the on the on the front end. Yep. This goes back to the backpack this, issue. Do you know how good that makes uh, me feel? Yeah. We're doing something on the front end. Well, no, it, yeah, you're right. And so, so then now this begs the question. So on the front end of this, when it comes to schools, when it comes to these searches. All I'm saying is, folks, don't be so – from a lot of my Republican friends and even some NPAs that may be out there that are cautious and even some, for some Democrats, I would just say, but largely my Republican friends who just – I would say, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you loud and clear. But don't be that dismissive because unfortunately that's the environment we're in when parents – now, well, let me finish my thought. When parents are not doing their job. Now, there's a reason in part one – one of those reasons why we're expanding school choice is because you have parents who are going, hey, we're tired of it. If the parents in public schools are not going to police their kids – then we're done. We're out. That is one part of the equation, I guess, in the, the day. But it still doesn't. It, but for those parents who can't, don't have those opportunities to go a different route, and they feel like the public school is the only option they have, then we have to do something at some point in time. And all I'm saying is, just be open to it. I get it. I don't like it. <laughs> the one of the reasons why we had a revolution in the war was because of the legal searches and seizures, right? When they would come busting down the doors. The one of the reasons why we have Fourth Amendment. Can I just say something? Yeah. I believe wholeheartedly in our Constitution. Okay. Everybody thinks that Democrats don't believe in that. But I think the reality is that we also live in changing times. And although I don't want to change a part of our Constitution yeah. rather than the, the, the amendments that we already have, I don't want to change that. Yeah. But I do want us to think in broader strokes as far as how we are today as a society and yeah. what we are today as a society. We're a loud society today. Yeah. And we were rebels back then. I understand. I understand why we had the Re- Revolutionary War. Yeah. I understand how far, how hard we fought to be able to to bring this constitution to our American people. I understand all that. People think that Democrats don't understand that. But I'm also a realist about how we live today, where we've progressed to. I understand the that we have horrors today that we didn't have back then. You yeah. know what I mean? Did we we had slavery. Yeah. Okay. We still have slavery today, but it has mutated into something that is horrible. Yeah. Child sex trafficking, sex trafficking, period. Actually, right? slavery today is, is actually worse, worse today than exactly. it was in 1865. Exactly. So yeah. it, and, and we need to look at that in a more micro kind of way. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't um, I'm going to have – I asked – I alluded to it, but there was a conversation on uh, Volusia County Parents uh, Board and – uh, Jennifer Waldo Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, she's been on the yep. show before. I'm going to ask her back maybe next week if you're not going to be here. I'm going to ask her on to come. Wait, what? Tough. Are you, you going to come? Probably the one after. The week after. Okay. Yeah. All right. Way, okay. way too tough. Yeah, yeah. 
no, I, you're not going to be here. I'm going to ask her to come because you're not going to be here is what I'm saying. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. By all means. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got, no, no. Yeah. Good, I'm gonna good ask conversation. Her, I'm going to ask her. There was two people going back and forth that had really good dialogue okay. on this. Respectful dialogue. Talk yeah. to each other's points. God, I love when people can be human. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Respectful. I hate all and Jennifer's yeah. that way. Listen, yeah. she's a trooper because she stood up to my bullying. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's made it past. So I'm going to ask her to come on. And then she's I'm caught a lot. She catches a lot of flack. Yeah, yeah. She catches a lot of flack, unfortunately. People don't realize is, look, whether you always agree with the, the folks from, you know, from Mom's Believer or not, you know, and Jennifer, obviously. But I, I'll just tell you this is that I think her heart's in she's the right got, place. I was going to say. And she's she taking a beating kids. from a lot of folks. And yeah, I think she's trying. I think she's she feels in her heart of hearts she's trying to do the right thing, and but I commend she, her for she's it. she's also – she's think pragmatic, that, though. I, yeah, and I think, however, her viewpoint has widened also since, yeah. since being challenged. I think that it's yeah. good for her also. So I'm going to ask her back oh. because we talk about here on The Smoking Truth that we yeah. really want viewpoint from from all sides. No, I think you, you should know? have her on. And, and listen, I'll talk, this is what I've always told folks about the Constitution. There are some who will say the Constitution is a live and breathing document. I'll say, no, it's not. It's kind of like the Bible, right, so to speak. Oh, God. Don't, and we are – listen, really wait, 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 no, wait. Wait, 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 no, wait. It is like I'm doing. No, listen, I'm making a, a comparison. I'm, Jesus you know, just burnt me to do something. Yeah, because you just, yeah, karma. Yeah, <laughs> just as Jesus. So we are, and most people don't realize this our document, our constitution is the envy of the world. Well, the people for those who believe in, in in having some form of democratic, you know, government, whether ours being republic or others that are out there, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a framework. I think there are a number of things we can do within that Fourth Amendment. And the same thing with, with the gun laws, right? Here's what I'll tell you. Antonin Scalia always said, you can never take anybody's guns away. There are things you can do within the framework of the Second Amendment, but he is, that is the responsibility of Congress. You don't like it. Go talk to them. You just can't take the guns away. So if you want to put – he even admitted that you can put certain restrictions in place. It's just a matter of whether or not Congress can agree to it, the terms or not. And so what I'll just tell you, within the Fourth Amendment, I there may be wiggle room there. And I'm not trying to give it this – I don't want people going crazy because I'm a Republican. Oh, my God, I'm turning left. No. I think that there's enough there's enough latitude. I think the the founding fathers have a, had gave us enough latitude like hey this is the fourth amendment this is the reason why we did it because they were, they were busting down our doors. But I think there's enough there where you can make a case to say what well, what are you doing? Why are you giving me that that smile? Jeez. I'm not going to your side. I'm just telling you there there may be there within presence or case law Eric that gives you the ability to 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 figure out how to change the law as long as you some sort of due process. Eric, you softened up a little bit and since we started the smoking. No, no I wouldn't say soften up. It's but it, it's been it's been reality. But we don't have to talk about those but things. But so have I. We don't have to talk about these uh, things. Here's the thing. And we rush to our corners and, and, and uh, we get uh, into exactly. talking points. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. But you and I, we are we are Ruth and Anthony. <laughs> Of, of the yeah. modern times, I love that relationship that they had. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Scalia. Oh, yeah, 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 I love that relationship. That they, they had, had a they had a very uh, a profound um, uh, friendship mm-hmm. that nobody understood. That, that people and, don't understand and, us, and they did. Yeah, I know. And I'll just tell you is that um, you know they disagreed vehemently on a number of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am a big believer in Anton Scalia and his view of the Constitution. But he also, I think, told folks, this is, you know, hey, this is reality. Mm-hmm. There are things you can do within the framework of the Constitution. It's just that Congress has to move their butt on it one way or the other. Right. There are certain absolutes you cannot do according to the Constitution, right, especially within the Bill of Rights. Um, and he understood that. But within that framework, though, there was there's 
precedence there you can do, but it has to be Congress. And for those that are not doing it up there, then it's up to us as the states to then go ahead and, and figure out how to do it. And I think many states are getting frustrated with Congress, and I think some people don't like it because now it becomes a hodgepodge, so to speak, right? right. But <sighs> – well, I mean, like, so this whole issue, um, I don't know, man, I don't know if I want to get into go, this. Do quick. it, do it, do it. But like the abortion issue, right? Okay. Listen, we got rid of it at the federal level, Roe v. Wade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with it or not is immaterial. It's not where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. We said the states can do it. Mm-hmm. So Florida then enacted a, we felt, okay, so we did a six-week abortion ban. At, in Ohio, Ohio did, um, uh, had it on the ballot. Right on this whole issue of uh, on trying to ban abortions, and they said I forgot what the ballot what it was all about. And what I'll tell you is, whether we like this as Republicans or not, guess what? For the Republicans in Ohio, you guys, and this is something I always tell you about, right? Elections matter. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? For my, my my fellow Republicans up in Ohio, you guys did a piss poor job in getting the word out, because then what happened is they the other side mobilized and ensured that they got something on our state constitution. Uh, yeah, they got something on our state constitution. That said, that is the way, whether we like it or not, that to me personally. So my argument on Roe v. Wade was always it was never meant to be a federal issue. Now, some of you'll disagree with me. Others will disagree with me. That's fine. I, I understand that. But I'm telling you right now, though, what we did here in Florida and what Ohio did <laughs> on the other side of that, on the other side of that spectrum, that's the way it was supposed. It was intended to be. Now, look, we can always change our laws to kind of mimic one another here and there as time goes on, and we'll see where it all ends up. Right, but I'm just telling you that is for me personally. That was the way it was intended to be. What's not expressly written in the Constitution that we can do at the federal level, the states have the authority to do so. Now it's up to the electorate to get their ass out of the off the couch from watching TV all the damn time and get out and vote. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to get Anna Eskamani on here. Oh God, me, you, and Anna. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, we're not going to agree on a lot of stuff. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love her. I so mean, much. you go from the from the from the Israel stuff to <laughs> I mean, you name it. Uh, uh, some of the abortion issue stuff. And all, I just it's a it, don't get me wrong. Once again, I know you and I talk about this. But to, <laughs> I see her all the time, and she always says hi to me, and I say hi to her, and she's a she's a very nice person. But we probably. <laughs> There may be one or two issues, but other than that, there, we are so diametrically opposed. And I just oh, – I know. I can't wait to get and I sit down and look at the argument she's making sometimes. And I just kind of go, oh, my God. I can't. I, I disagree with her so much. God. So yeah. She's just too – she's way too progressive for me. Mm-hmm. Nice person. But yeah. philosophically, she's way too progressive for mm-hmm. me. So On a scale of 1 to 10, where is she with progressive? No. Oh, man. It's 1 to 12? 1 to 10. Oh, 1 to 10. I was <laughs> I stuck that in there, one to 12. She's a, or one to 10. Okay, she's an 11 and 12. No, uh, she's probably definitely about a 9.5 or 10. And I think she, and she, and listen, listen, and this is not, this is not to knock her. I'm just telling you, I think she wears that with the badge of honor because she's, she'll tell you, she's not afraid to tell you. Look, and I'll, listen, this is for everybody. She does what she does. And listen, I, I respect her for it. She does what she does because those are her constituents. That's what they voted for was mm-hmm. for her to be – someone like her to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't knock it. I don't disagree with her. I don't, I don't probably – obviously don't, don't, don't agree with a lot of her constituents. But that's who voted her in. That's the way it's supposed to be. So where am I at on the scale of progressiveness? Uh, you're probably – ah, man. I'm I, a seven. Uh, you're probably around six, six, six point five. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to say something, that's fine. Only because – there are a number of issues that come up that I kind of go, oh, okay. So you're a little bit more moderating on that. And so that's one reason why. Yeah. The more you know. Like, you know, you tell me stuff about single plastic use and I kind of go, oh, my God. And then you come back and you're like, yeah, man, we should be – we need to take those kids home and then – folks, without being abusive, 
Then he thinks something needs to happen with them with a wooden spoon or something that's like right. that. Because I will beat my children yeah. with a wooden spoon. So when I hear that, kind of go, oh, that's a Republican hair coming out. Yeah. So that's kind of where why you, I say, yeah, oh, I'm a six, seven. 6.5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, seven. Okay, I'm that's fine. Yeah. I'm a seven. Yeah, and it's hey. true, true in 9.510. Hey, OG. Yeah. Where are we at? We don't even know where we're at today. Uh, oh, okay. five minutes? Wow. Okay. Okay. Will you beat the time today? Uh, you want to go two? You want to go two minutes and go national or not national? Yeah, okay. well, well, we can go national. And so look, there's no surprise. Obviously, the governor dropped out of the race. Uh, <laughs> the presidency. Hey, I want you to know what a friend I am. I didn't bring that up. No, on it's, purpose. No, but I also I even to, asked her to upstairs, and she wouldn't do it. Oh uh, yeah, no. And I listen. So I'm going there only because of the fact. That, listen, you know, it's we don't news. talk about national politics. Well, no, we don't talk about national politics that often on the show. And you know, listen, I'm going to tell you something. With a gun to my head, you said choose Ronnie or Donnie. Yeah, this is going to be Donnie all day long. Because here's the thing: Donnie's just an uh, uh, asshole. Mm. Ronnie's evil. Well, what? Oh God, I'm not going to go there. What I'm just, I know, I know how you feel about him. Mm. I'll just say this: is that. <sighs> I think for a lot of my Republican friends, and I, everybody is he knows, still governor? Of course he is. Oh, okay. Of course he is. No, and so what I'll just tell you, God, I am supportive of the governor. Hey, I just, but, but is I'm, he? But I'm. But, he but really? I'm being. He's him. coming back with his tail between his legs. Uh, listen, is he no. really still governor? No, he is. He's the governor of the state of okay. Florida. Okay, right. and I he know put that, that law in where he gets to do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> Like he made so sure. <laughs> what I'll just tell you, you just turn red. He's, he's not a stupid man. <laughs> no, I may not win, so I'm gonna put this law in just in case. Uh, yeah, I know there were a lot of people who had agita about that whole thing. So I'll just say is that look, he's the governor. He's the governor of the state of Florida, and everybody knows I've been supporting I'm the governor. So but if I had to look at it politically speaking, he lost all. Politically speaking, there was always going to be a problem running against the president, especially because the field got started to get diluted. I, if it was a two man, two person race, no, Eric, you keep telling yourself he that. Probably no, so. listen. No, 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 no. Listen. I, no, I'm. I'm let me ask you something. Let me I ask you, okay, yeah. let, me, let me ask you a serious question. Okay. <laughs> was it the smile or the shoe lifts? Tell me what. Tell me what was the killer. Oh, I don't know. Listen, he got. He was. He was attacked quite a bit on social media about this. This allegation of the shoe lift stuff, and then. <laughs> He needs to fire his cobbler. And then, yeah, I, probably. <laughs> but I just, you know, I don't know what the hell was going on. It just, I know for a lot of folks, it looked weird. And I saw it once or twice. I was kind of like, oh my God, something just something, fucking came to me. Yeah. Like the elves and the cobbler, yeah. they know. <laughs> somebody, point, somebody pointed out to me one time and I was just kind of like, I looked at it and I was kind of I don't, that something just looks weird. <laughs> I, I, and I let it go and I said, look, guys, whatever. I, listen, I don't know. I, I'm not, listen, here's the thing. It's low hanging fruit for me. And, and I, I'm, oh, I know. Trust me. Oh, I know. I listen, know. here's the thing. <laughs> listen, the governor is, I'm going to say this one fucking time. Yeah. Okay. The governor is a human and I can't imagine what it is like to have sharks nipping at your head all the time. Oh, but wait a minute. Yes, I can. Mentally unhinged people coming at you all the time. Oh yes, I can. Ah. So from a standpoint, so right? You, so, no one so do gets you feel? Do, do you feel sometimes a little bit? Well, I know you vehemently disagree with the governor. Do you feel sometimes like, yeah, Gov, I kind of know what you went through. I do. Yeah, yeah I do. I get it. When I laid my head down at yeah, night. Yeah. When and, I laid down at night, I have a this is, I guess this is what the governor's probably yeah, going through. The, that sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he was trying hard to smile, I know why he can't <laughs> smile. Do you know what I'm saying? He's probably pissed at a few people. I listen. Just, I know. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. had to bite through it. So there was. So some, hold on. Yeah. I'm not done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You know me. Governor DeSantis, I mean this with all sincerity. I'm gonna take back. 
20% of the stuff I ever said about you and apologize for it, but it was uncalled for, <laughs> unnecessary. 20%. 20, oh, 20% reduction in emissions. That's where I'm at. We got 20%, folks. <laughs> That's about that the, that, is movement right that, there. That is serious movement right here because everybody okay. knows how often she rails about the governor so, or against the governor. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I think we got it. I think we covered quite a bit today. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed. Um, I hope th- there was a bit of a learning process here for a, little folks, uh, for a lot of folks, I hope, about mm-hmm. Tallahassee and some yeah. of the things that are going on. Yeah. Um, but also just a learning process about us just in general and just yeah. locally some of the things. And But yeah. uh, listen, I'll say – we're going to close out with this really quick before sure. we do our normal thing. I want to remind everybody, mental health, I can't stress this enough. It is a big problem in this country. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we've been, I've been clamoring for a while. I've been saying on the show, we've got to do something about social media. And if you all want to look it up, you can. There's HB1, HB3, and there's a couple of the bills that are dealing with some of this stuff just in general. Yep. Folks, this is bipartisanship. Yep. These social media platforms are ruining our kids. Hell, they're ruining some adults. They're but beyond, but our me. kids are precious. And we've got to be careful. And if their parents out there are not going to do their part on this – then at some point in time, there, at what point do we say there's a compelling state interest to, to take care of because they're our most precious resource, our kids, right? Yep. And so I'm just sitting there going, it's a real thing, folks. Please pay attention to it. Do not ignore it. Um, be mindful what your kids are doing um, because it is ruining a whole generation of kids. Yep. And I, and I just – I can't – I've always – my wife and I have always – are being super mindful of our kids on social media. Now, my kids are all adults, and they're good about it now. Right. Um, but even when they were growing up, I just we were always very mindful of it. And so please, yeah. folks, mental health is a big issue. And yeah. we need and to we're going to get into more of that too yeah. as we move along because it's a huge platform for me as well. Uh, and we'll talk next time that you're back in. We'll talk about yeah. the domestic violence shelters and what we're going to try to do for, yeah. for funding or how we need to address that. So that's a yeah. big thing for me. So. Listen, guys, we had some laughs today. We had some serious stuff also, but, you know, we really do try to keep it real here. Yeah. Uh, we have real, real fun. Yeah, real fun. <laughs> real fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We try to keep it uh, like that, um, but there are serious matters going on uh, in, in our local homes, in, in our county, in our cities, our state, um, and, yeah. you know, I hope that we get to uh, more of a place. We seem to be moving together on that issue, and I'm really, really happy to hear about that. When I say we, I mean Democrats. Republicans have that acknowledgement that these things imagine and understand that these things are now in your house being Mm -hmm. in in, in our uh, state house being talked about because it has reached a critical level here and everybody recognizes that 100% 100%, and this is something we can all be uh, nonpartisan on so listen guys just remember this as we close out we missed you last week Um, we both had obligations last week Um, so uh, we'll be coming back to you next week and just remember this that if it's important to you it's important to us folks peace out bye the smoking truth podcast its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of mike and mike productions or the podcast providers and opinions between talk show hosts may differ it is not our intent to libel incite or hurt anyone's feelings invite you to write the show's host Dana McCool with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.